You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, January the 19th, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. An Israeli delegation has arrived in Khartoum, the capital of Sudan. The delegation is expected to return this evening. The last time there were reports of a visit of an Israeli delegation to Sudan was at the beginning of November, several days before the military coup in that country. The situation in Sudan is still unstable, and recently the prime minister quit after failing to form a new government. Israel and Sudan normalized ties in October 2020 as part of the Abraham Accords, but implementation of the ties encountered difficulties due to the political struggles and instability in Sudan. Israel and Turkey are reportedly in advanced contacts to arrange a visit by President Isaac Herzog to Ankara. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan invited Herzog to visit during one of the phone conversations they had in recent months. A Khan reporter says that afterwards there could be a reciprocal visit by a Turkish official to Israel. Erdogan yesterday said he believes it is possible to revive an initiative to lay a gas pipeline from Israel to Europe via Turkey. With this, sources in Israel said last night that progress on the initiative would not come at the expense of Israel's allies, Greece and Cyprus. Coronavirus. The Education Ministry is reportedly considering scrapping quarantine requirements for children in the educational system from as soon as next week. A con reporter says that under the new framework, children who are exposed to a coronavirus carrier and who do not develop symptoms will continue to come to school. Children with symptoms will stay home. Israel's coronavirus response coordinator, Professor Salman Zarka, met with leading pediatric doctors yesterday to discuss changing the quarantine policies that currently confine thousands of children to their homes. A con reporter says that the ministry is waiting for more data regarding the risk of developing PIMS, a multisystem inflammatory syndrome among children who contract the Omicron variant. There were nearly 71,600 new cases of coronavirus diagnosed yesterday, a new daily record, according to Health Ministry Director General Professor Nachman Ash. Ash told Army Radio that currently 526 people are hospitalized in serious condition. The Health Ministry has not updated its COVID data dashboard since Sunday, blaming technical problems. The United States has warned against traveling to Israel due to the surging COVID-19 infections. The CDC placed Israel in its highest risk assessment category, a level four designation, meaning very high COVID-19 risk. The agency yesterday added 22 countries to the list, including Israel, Australia, Egypt, Albania, Argentina, and Uruguay. Around 100 countries are currently in the level four category. The eviction was completed this morning of the Selechia's family who had barricaded themselves in their home in the Sheikh Jarrah neighborhood of East Jerusalem. Large forces of police and municipal officials completed the eviction overnight and detained for questioning 18 family members and their supporters. They were suspected of violating a court order, barricading themselves in a violent manner, and disorderly conduct. 
The family had refused to move out despite a court order that they must leave to make way for the construction of a special needs school that will serve the community. The municipality says that the family moved in illegally. The house was built illegally on land that had been zoned for community use. Justice Minister Gidon Saar of the New Hope Party has told the Knesset Constitution Committee that his ministry was not aware of any action taken by police to without a court order and that the attorney general is looking into the matter. He was commenting in the wake of the report that Israel police used NSO's Pegasus spyware to hack the phones of citizens without a court warrant or supervision. Sara said that there's an unbridgeable gap between the claims in the report that appear in the Kalkalist paper and the authorized statements by the police. He welcomed the decision of the state controller as an impartial party to look into the matter. A con reporter adds that police last night transferred to the attorney general a documenting clarifying its use of such technologies. Police claimed that all was done in accordance with the law and details, among other things, the scope of use of spyware programs. The Genesis Foundation has announced that the winner of its annual prize for 2022 is Albert Borla, CEO of Pfizer, which produced a COVID-19 vaccine that's been used by Israel and other countries around the world to inoculate their populations against the coronavirus. Borla was quoted as saying he accepts humbly and on behalf of all his Pfizer colleagues who answered the urgent call of history these past two years and together bent the arc of our common destiny. And finally, snow continues to fall on the northern Golan Heights. On the lower Hermon Ridge, 30 centimeters of snow have already accumulated. Jerusalem remains on a snow alert, although forecasters have said that any snowfall in the capital will be light and likely mixed with rain. The weather outlook, cold for the time of year. Tomorrow, chance of light rain, mostly in the center and the south. Friday, slightly warmer, but still cold for the time of year. Saturday, warmer. Chance of local rain from the afternoon hours, mostly along the northern coastline. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 6, Tel Aviv 14, Haifa and Beersheba 12, and in lot going up to 16 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.